0: However, since there's just been a qigong that many of you were present at, we'll start the loving-kindness component after you've had a chance to sit a little bit with the sensations and ongoing resonance from the qigong rather than sort of changing gears right away. So I'll come back and do some guided meditation in about 20 minutes Just in the meantime, to remember the instruction of being here. Sitting is a physical activity too. There is movement of the breath, very gentle movements of the body itself in response to the breath. And even the mind moves around a little bit, as you may have noticed, but as we're making friends with our mind and encouraging our mind to settle in and live in the experience of the moment, just letting the body's natural awareness of itself come to the foreground, You may notice that the room full of us does settle down and that can almost assist each of us in finding our own place to rest as you hear and notice that the group is listening to its own experience, listening to the wind. we join each other with this We've spoken about the practice of guiding the attention to feel the sensation of the breath and the body and this quality of waking up in the moment. And the other component of spiritual practice or of maybe this training in goodness that we're undertaking is the quality of love, loving kindness. And because of the weather today, um, I'm reminded of the sort of the story of how the loving-kindness practice uh, began in the Buddhist tradition. And I'd just like to tell you this little story now. I suppose the Buddha's movement was getting popular and uh, lots of people were lining up to learn how to meditate. And he was pretty charismatic, but he couldn't... um, supervise every retreat by himself anymore. So he would tell people to fi- form a group and do a retreat. Um, at that time, India was not as deforested as it is now. So it was everything was very foresty. And there's a lot of metaphors of dangerous river crossings and forests. And, and I guess humanity also. We used to live more in forests than... We do now there used to be more trees. I guess in 600 years they'll all be gone if we keep going the way we're doing it. It also was a time when people felt that there were different kinds and levels of beings and other dimensions and stuff. So um, these new practitioners went off and started doing a retreat and a few days later they came back to the Buddha and they said, "We can, you know, could you please send us to a different place because we're really pretty scared where we are. The wind is all howling and we're cold and there's ghosts in the trees and we just aren't really very happy in that place. <laughs> Which to me, I just think of myself in the first few days of any retreat where my mind is just shaking and you know, different kinds of ghosts are ca- popping out of from their graves or their storage places or stuff I forgot to say before I left the house or, you know, it's kind of like, ooh, and haunted, a little bit haunted, so... Um, and this wind makes me feel that way too, kind of a little cold and vulnerable. So um, you may not be feeling that way. Not everybody feels the same way at any time on a retreat. But the story is that the Buddha then um, taught the, said, oh, these what these people really need is uh, to wake up their hearts to the warmth and the kindness of heart, that they can um, emanate kindness to these spirits that were howling in the trees and, you know, persuade the spirits that they don't mean the spirits any harm so the people went back and tried it and it worked out and they became really good friends with the spirits in the trees and then they had a happy retreat after that so take it metaphorically as um, this quality of loving kindness can be extremely healing and soothing and helpful and not only for ourselves and Uh, negotiating all kinds of different experiences that we have internally, but I think the human heart really is... I was thinking of how a sunflower turns toward the warmth of the sun uh, through the day. It's like the warmth of love is something that um, people respond to, and not only people, but maybe forest spirits and cats and squirrels and dogs and... um, there's a sense that love does really um, give something to this world as a positive force. So you'll be hearing different um, iterations of the loving-kindness practice from us. I'm now remembering that we got a uh, request to reintroduce ourselves. I'm Leela Wheeler, Leela Kate Wheeler. And there are George and Maureen over there who could equally well be doing the loving kindness practice guidance and they will have their turns as they are ready to speak um, into the group. So in loving kindness practice it's important to be as comfortable as you can uh, physically. So find a position that you feel as comfy as you can in. It's not as Um, important to move through any kind of pain or anything like that. Let yourself and your body know that um, you're being kind. You might let yourself feel where you are now or where you've been through the day. And appreciate yourself for the work and the challenges of being here. Sometimes probably things felt okay and maybe been some moments that were difficult for you. So if you can give yourself a mental pat on the back for making it this far. That's a kind thing to do. just to make it a little bit easier on ourselves and everybody. just I'd like us to imagine each person, um, someone who's cared about you in your life or cares about you now. Could be a any kind of being, alive or no longer alive. Could be a pet. It could be someone that you're happy that they exist or that they're alive now like the Dalai Lama or Michelle Obama or just one of your friends at home who isn't here like bring the sense of that person close if they believe in you it doesn't mean that you have to trust every single thing about them, but that they care. Let yourself feel that if you can. If, um, and with loving-kindness practice, it's really important to know that sometimes it brings up what needs to be healed. So if it, there's a time when it kind of doesn't necessarily feel like it's working, you're still planting a seed of inclining that way. And you're also learning about the places where your heart might not be open, even though it's hard. So just saying that if you can feel the presence of someone in your life or in your understanding let yourself go into a little bit of a receptive mode to feel feel that grandmother or coach or teacher might uh, be able to see their eyes or their face or just get a felt sense it could be a spiritual being spiritual leader you don't have to have them really close to you they're still someone that you know you can just collectively feel a certain gratitude for the goodness of the beings in the world who are able to make a difference of this kind. Maybe if you have that kind of imagination, you could borrow some help from your neighbors, dear one, or just let ourselves know as a group that there are a lot of strong, beautiful beings in this room with us in some way that we're remembering and calling them to mind. And if those people are people in your life you might just wish for them to be having a good day wherever they are sort of say hello back to them in your imagination may you be happy and may you know uh, what a beautiful person you are and what you mean to me or what you mean in this world may you be in touch with the goodness in yourself I like to imagine how that other being sees you. If they're looking at you with the eyes of kindness, or caring, or understanding. Just feel yourself understood in that way, as if by someone who really cares about you. Said one of those refrigerator magnets that says, "A friend is someone who knows all about you and loves you anyway." might be if you're feeling lonely or kind of not so great right now that caring being might love you and understand oh yeah well it's hard for hard for me right now and you can feel the love even touching that place in you that's kind of had some challenges See if from this space you're willing to be a good friend and ally for yourself, like a resource for yourself, a friend, almost like a type of loving companion for yourself. Just how far does that go for you today in this moment? how are you willing to be a friend or a resource for other beings the ones that you know or maybe the ones around you maybe you don't feel a strong ability but maybe there's just a willingness that that would be how you would like to be able to show up And as we all incline our mind to this type of kindness and friendliness, just see how your mind, your psyche, your heart is responding and does it create any shifts in your body. Sometimes it's nice to put your hand on your heart or your belly just to feel almost like you're giving yourself an embrace or some kind of contact Many of you may know that the loving-kindness practice is often supported by kind of a use of some phrases or language that we silently say to ourselves or in our imagination to other beings in our mind. So maybe there's a phrase that comes to your mind that you'd like to offer to yourself or there's some traditional ones just really simple ones like may i be safe just start a little bit on ourselves because it's we're right here may i be safe and free from harm inwardly and outwardly can offer yourself this phrase in longer or shorter form almost as a type of gift or offering like if it were up to me I'd definitely keep myself safe inwardly and outwardly that's the goodwill the good wish that I'd have for this person may I be happy may my mind be happy and at peace That's what I would wish for someone that I cared about. If I care about myself, I'd wish that. In fact, often, a lot of the times when we're in distress, we really do wish that we'd be happy. So it's a natural thing. Just know that you wish happiness for yourself. be healthy and strong in my body? May I love my body the way it is. And the last one is, may I take care of myself easily or may I live with ease? sort of encompasses having our deepest real needs met. So may we find in this world a path to happiness where we get enough resources and care and stuff. It's kind of they're all in the same realm, but it's kind of like, may my life be okay. That's what I would wish for this person I care about. So, I'll say the phrases again and then I'll leave some quiet time for each of us to do our own practice. It's only five more minutes, so it would be you can use them anytime. May I be safe. May I be happy, and heart and mind. May I be healthy and love my body. May I live with ease and take care of myself easily. You can always summon your friend or your your benefactor, your ally to... Egg you on like to maybe say the phrases for you if you find it hard or odd to offer it to yourself. You could imagine them saying those things for you. May you be safe. In the last minute of the sitting you might like to just wish well to people on the retreat. Some of the other beings that we see like the birds and stuff. Thanking all the benefactors for having showed up half an hour of walking meditation and then the evening meal